Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our broadcast again today. We appreciate you watching. And I want to especially thank all of our partners of this ministry for your support, your prayers, your finances, your confidence in the call of God on my life and on this ministry. We appreciate you so very much. And we are speaking over your life that this is the year for the greater, the greater manifestations of God's presence, God's power, and God's goodness. And thank you for sending your letters. You know, this morning, uh, before coming in the studio, I was reading a letter from a young boy in Australia. In fact, his family and, and this ministry has been in relationship for many, many years. And uh, Jordan, if you're watching, I'm talking about you. Jordan, I've known him ever since he was born, I think, and uh, he's about, what, nine or ten years old, I believe. And he has been following this ministry right along with his brother and sisters and his parents. And like I said, we're like family. And uh, I got a letter where it was talking about how Jordan uh, went to this event where some of the professional football players in Australia were going to select somebody to come and have dinner with them. And Jordan loves sports. In fact, when they come over here, he loves the Texas Rangers. He loves the Dallas Cowboys, you know. And, and so uh, he was believing that he was going to be selected, you know, to have dinner with these professional football players in Australia. And so you had to buy a ticket. And if your ticket was drawn, then you were the one that got to uh, experience this great honor. And so when he got ready to buy his ticket, he was told that a lot of people were buying 10, 15, 20, even 100 tickets at a time, hoping they'd be the one that was selected. He bought one ticket. And, uh, you know, he told his mother, he said, I believe just like Brother Jerry, I have favor with God. You know, and this is a young boy, about nine or 10 years old, but he's been hearing that all his life about the favor of God. And he said, I believe I have favor with God. Well, as it turned out, they got a call and uh, he was selected. He had the winning ticket and he got to go and spend the evening with these professional football players. And, uh, you know, I thought to myself reading that testimony, how many Christians would love to have known they had favor with God when they were nine years old instead of it finding it out at 49 years old, you know? Just think of all the many victories they could have been enjoying, you know, if they'd learned this a long, long time ago. Well, no matter what your age is, it's not too late. We're talking about living in a continual state of God's favor. We discovered this primarily from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, and especially from the Amplified Bible, where it actually says that we have access by faith into this grace and the Amplified Bible defines this grace as a state of God's favor. That's what we're talking about, living in a state of God's favor. Now, what does that mean? To me, it means that you can experience the favor of God more than just occasionally, more than just once in a while. You know, I have people say, well, Brother Jerry, you know, we experienced the favor of God uh, a couple of years ago, or we experienced the favor of God, you know, last year. And I always want to say, what about yesterday? What about today? Yeah. A lot of people don't think that they can experience the favor of God on a daily basis. But listen, Psalm 512 says that God surrounds us with his favor. Amen. I mean, if you've read Psalm 512, that he surrounds us with his favor. Yeah. Psalm 23 says, surely 
goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And the word goodness is synonymous with the word favor. So if the goodness of God follows you every day, the favor of God follows you every day. So if it's following you every day, everybody say every day, then that means I should be able to expect it to show up every day. Say every day. Amen. We should be able to expect it to show up in some way every day. Now that's the way I start my day. I get up every morning expecting the favor of God to show up in some way before the sun goes down, praise God. And you know, it doesn't surprise me that it does. What does surprise me is how God goes about doing it. Amen. Amen. I love surprises. Anybody love surprises? I mean, you know, some of the ways that God shows his favor to me, I couldn't have dreamed up in a thousand years. And I love that about God. He's the God of surprises. In fact, Job chapter five in the message translation, I believe about verse seven and eight, the message translation says that God is famous for surprises. Hallelujah. I love that. God is famous for surprises. And so when you have a revelation of the favor of God, then you're going to get up every day expecting it to show up in some way. And you just get up expecting God to surprise you. And he does me that way every day. Now, I'm talking about living in a continual state of God's favor. The word continually, one of its definitions means without interruption, without interruption, continually. That means that we can expect it to manifest in some way every day. It also carries the idea of showing up not just occasionally, but frequently. Amen. Frequently. And it does. That's the way God wants it to happen. Showing up frequently. You know, I've had days where it showed up numerous times throughout the day in one way or another. And that's exciting. Praise God. You know, I read a letter this morning uh, uh, that, that started off with dear Mr. Favor. <laughs> you know, why would somebody call me dear Mr. Favor? Apparently they identify my life with manifestations of the favor of God. And God's no respecter of persons. If he would do that for me, then he would do it for you. The only difference between me and some of you is this is a revelation to me. It's not just a sermon. It's not just a teaching lesson. It is a revelation to me. And it can become just as strong a revelation to you if you'll spend the time, the quality time in the Word of God that I have and dig it out of the Bible. In fact, today, I mean, it looks like every page. I see something about the favor of God. And I've been preaching on this for over 40 years and still it's inexhaustible. I mean, I learned some things about the favor of God in the last couple of days that I've never taught before that I'm getting ready to teach. And you'd think, If you've been teaching on favor for over 40 years, surely you know everything there is to know about the favor of God. No, we don't. And apparently God intends for me to preach about this for the rest of my life. So that means there's a whole lot more revelation coming my way. And obviously when it comes my way, my responsibility is to bring it to you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So we don't know all there is to know about the favor of God. But I tell you, I am one hungry person and I intend to find out everything I possibly can about it and put it to work in my life, tell you about how it works, and hopefully you'll put it to work in your life as well. Now, 
Living in a state of God's favor, the word state denotes a manner of standing. It denotes attitude or position. For instance, I've used this example before. There are people whose lives have been described as living in a state of fear or living in a state of depression. When you hear that about somebody, and I know people like that, that live in a state of depression, that, that's the clinical term. You know, they live in a state of depression. Now, when you hear somebody's life described that way, would you automatically think, oh, they get depressed every once in a while? No, you wouldn't describe a person who is depressed every once in a while as living in a state of depression. A person that lives in a state of fear, would you automatically think they become fearful uh, from time to time? No, if they've been diagnosed as a person who lives in a state of fear, that means it's in their life all the time. They get up with it, they go to bed with it. Amen. Well, if a person can live in a state of fear or a state of anxiety or a state of depression, what's so unreasonable about me saying I live in a state of God's favor? Amen. 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 I live in a state of God's favor, meaning it doesn't show up every once in a while, but it shows up all the time. You know, if you get around a person who lives in a state of depression, if you are not stronger than them, within five minutes, you'll be depressed. I mean, you could have gotten up that morning feeling great, happy, you know, full of joy, and you spend five minutes with that person, and if you're not stronger than they are, you'll walk away depressed. Why? Because they just walk around through life with this dark cloud over them and everybody that gets in their sphere of influence becomes just as depressed as they are. Amen? Amen. And you know, what's strange to me is when you get around Christians that are always depressed and then they get mad because you won't be depressed with them. (laughs) You know? Or they live in a state of anxiety and they get upset because you won't get in that state of anxiety with them. Or they live in a state of worry. You know, they just worry all the time. In fact, they worry if they don't have anything to worry about, you know, and and they get upset with you because you won't worry with them. I've had people say, well, you just don't have any love. Yes, I do. I'm a man of love. I'm a man of compassion. But what help am I to a person who's in a depressed state if I get depressed with them? I can't help them. The best thing I can do is stay on top, stay full of joy, stay stay full of hope and encourage them, praise God. Amen. Well, if you can get in a person's life or you can be around a person who lives in a state of depression and that depression is contagious and it can get on another person, what do you suppose happens when people get around me and I live in a state of God's favor? Hey, this stuff is contagious. (laughs) Amen. It is contagious. Amen. I am a carrier. You know, I mean, some people are carriers of diseases, you know, and you get around them, you make contact with them and what's on them gets on you. I am a carrier. I am a carrier of the favor of God, which keeps me up, which keeps me full of joy, which keeps me encouraged. I don't have down days. And I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on the Word of God. That's that's what keeps me from having down days. 
I get up encouraged. I get up expectant. I get up believing that some way, somehow before the day is up, I'm going to see the favor of God manifesting in my life. Amen. Amen. And of course, everywhere I go, I talk about the favor of God. I get around people that, that never experienced the favor of God. I talk about God's favor with them. And you know, uh, many of them may have come into my presence depressed or discouraged, but before they leave, they're expecting the favor of God in some way. Amen. 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 Praise God. So if a person can live in a state of depression or they can live in a state of fear or a state of anxiety, then why can't we live in a state of God's favor? Amen. You can when it becomes a revelation to you. Now, you might say, well, Brother Jerry, how'd you get this way? Well, it began, as I mentioned on last week's broadcast, 45 years ago when I got in the Word of God and I discovered, first of all, that God loved me just as much as He loved Jesus. That's what started this journey when I discovered. And, and, and you have to understand, when I first read that, now my wife, you know, she'd been filled with the Holy Ghost since she's eight years old. She'd been around the ministries of Oral Roberts and T.L. Osborne, and her mom and dad took her to the tent meetings when she was a baby, you know, laid on a, on a quilt on a sawdust floor under the big tent. My wife had been around this all her life, but I never heard her talk about the favor of God. I never heard her use that phrase, but I came out of that bedroom one day after reading the 17th chapter of John, where Jesus said, Father, show them that you love them as much as you love me. And I came out of there with that Bible and I said, Carolyn, look at this. Did you know that God loves us just as much as He loves Jesus. Well, that was a revelation to her as well. She never had really thought of it quite that way. She knew God loved her, but as much as He loved Jesus, she said, I really never thought of it that way. And yet there it was right there in the Bible. And when I first read it, before I even went to Carolyn, I thought to myself, that's got to be a misprint. Somebody's been messing with my Bible. That couldn't be true. He's the only begotten Son of God. I'm Jerry. But yet, right there, pray, Father, I pray that you will show them that you love them as much as you love me. And when I finally got over the shock of the possibility of that, I went and showed it to Carolyn. And she said, well, I've never noticed that before. I've never seen that before. I've never heard anybody say that before, but it's right there, so it must be true. Well, I went back to that bedroom and I began to study about God's love, and that led me on this new search with the favor of God. Because even though I was an infant believer, I just thought, well, if I am loved by Him as much as He loved Jesus, then apparently I have favor with Him. And that's what began this journey of learning how to walk in the favor of God. And then I remember after a few weeks of studying this and getting more and more excited about it. And every time I'd see something, I'd run in there and show Carolyn, you know, and make sure I'm on the right track, you know, and, and I'd come back and I'd study some more and I'd run in there and show Carolyn what I found. And, and it just got so exciting that eight hours a day in the Word was no longer enough. Man, I'm now spending 12, 15, 17 hours a day, some days, just studying about the favor of God. 
And I remember one day writing in my journal in 1969, and I never told anybody about this until years. I'm talking about years later. I didn't even tell Carolyn. And the Lord said to me, I'm going to teach you how to walk in my favor. And there will come a day when your name will be known around the world for the favor of God that's on your life. And I'll hold you responsible for teaching others how to walk in it just like you. And I wrote that in my journal in 1969. Now, obviously, you don't go around telling people that when you're less than three months old in the Lord. And I knew, you know, I already had, I already had some critics. I already had some enemies at the church who were upset that all these great things were happening to me and I'm less than three months old in the Lord and it's not happening to them and they've been in this 40 years. So they, I already got, you know, some enemies. So I'm not going to dare walk in that church and say, guess what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm not going in there and tell them that. In fact, I was so humbled by it and yet grateful, didn't know how in the world it would come to pass that I wasn't going to dare tell anybody, not even my own wife. You know, I kept that to myself. But then years later, the Lord reminded me when it started happening, when people started recognizing it all over the world. One of the first people who said anything to me about it was Gloria Copeland years ago. She said, Jerry, I've never met anybody in my life that walks in more of the favor of God than you do. And I remember after she said that, the Lord reminded me of what that I'd written in that journal. I went back and got it and read it again. And of course, over the years, that's exactly what's happened. Now you say, well, I just don't understand why God would say something like that to you. Well, you have to go back and look at Genesis chapter 12 because God said to Abram, who later changed his name to Abraham, God said to Abram in Genesis chapter 12, he said, I'm going to bless you. Not only am I going to bless you, but I'm going to make your name great. And another translation says, distinguished and famous. And what was this distinguished and famous name all about the blessing of God that was on his life. In other words, Abraham would become known for the blessing of God that was on his life. Other people would recognize there's something on this man that makes him different, that causes him to stand out in the crowd. And God said the thing that was going to cause that was his blessing on Abraham's life. Amen. Now, if you study the blessing, you will discover you can't have the blessing of God without the favor of God. In fact, Genesis 12, 2, from the Amplified Version, it says, I will not only bless you, but I will give you an abundant increase of favors. So you can't separate the two. They are divinely linked together. If the blessing of God is on your life, then so is the favor of God. So what was God saying to Abraham? I'm going to cause you to become distinguished in the earth because I'm going to put my blessing on you. And then along with my blessing, I'm going to put my favor on you. And he became distinguished in the earth. Well, you say, what's that got to do with you, brother Jerry? I'm the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. And so are you. The apostle Paul says in Galatians chapter three, that if you belong to Christ, then are you Abraham's seed, and listen to this, and an heir according to the promise. 
Well, what did God promise Abraham? I'll bless you and I'll favor you. And eventually you will become distinguished by my blessing and my favor that is on your life. Well, that's exactly what's happened to me. I am the seed of Abraham and I have become distinguished by the blessing of God and the favor of God that's on my life. And that's an entitlement for every child of God, every seed of Abraham. And I see by the lifting up of your hand, all the seed of Abraham in this studio today. Amen. Well, you should have lifted your hand at home as well, because if you're born again and you belong to Christ, then you are the seed of Abraham and you are just as entitled to the blessing of God and the favor of God on your life to the point that it causes you to become distinguished as I am and the people in this audience. Praise God. Now, once again, what, what brought about, you know, this realization or this revelation? Quality time in the Word of God. I didn't learn this from some preacher behind the podium. I wish I had, you know, I learned it in a bedroom fellowshipping with the Word of God and with the Holy Ghost. And it became my responsibility, my mandate from God to teach other people how to walk in it. And that's what I've endeavored to do over the last 45 years. But once again, you are entitled to experience the favor of God more than just occasionally, more than just from time to time. You can actually live in a continual state of God's favor where it's just showing up all the time, every day of your life. Here's what happened to me. I saw, you remember those four facts? We have peace with God. We have right standing with God. We have legal access with God and we have favor with God. Here's what happened to me. I saw that I had peace with God and I chose to believe it. Isn't that simple? Nothing profound about that. I saw in the Bible that I had peace with God and I chose to believe it. I saw that I had right standing with God and I chose to believe it. I saw that I had legal access to God and I chose to believe it. And I saw that I had favor with God and I chose to believe it. Amen. It's that simple. Once you see it in the word, you just make a decision right then. If the word says it, that settles it. Amen. I didn't go ask other Christians what they thought. That was much later. But by then, it didn't make any difference what they thought because it was a revelation. My heart became established in it. If I'd listened to other Christians back then, when I started talking to them about the favor of God, they would have talked me out of it. In fact, I remember one, one preacher that I would go to his home from time to time because he did Bible studies in his home. And man, I was so hungry, I just wanted to learn all I could about the Word of God. And I'd heard this man teach before. He had some good things to say. And I went over to his home one day. And I, after the session, you know, we got to talk a little bit. And I was talking to him about the favor of God. And he said, now, Jerry, I don't want you to become an extremist. I said, what is an extremist? Well, you know, you're just, you're just majoring on one thing here and, and you, need to, you need to get the whole counsel of God. You know, I mean, you can't expect to have favor every day. If I had listened to that man, I would not have the testimonies about the favor of God that I have today. Now, he was well-meaning. He was sincere. I know the man loved God and I know he thought he was trying to protect me. 
but I am so glad I didn't listen to him. You know, and after a while, I got to the place where when people try to talk me out of it, I learned to look at them straight in the eye, put a smile on my face, and never hear anything else they say. (laughs) Amen. Why? Because once it's a revelation, you know, once these things became a revelation of the Apostle Paul, you know what he said? I conferred no more with flesh and blood. Once it became a revelation, then I conferred no more with flesh and blood. What's he saying? Once Jesus taught me this, then what other people thought no longer mattered. Amen. It's got to become a revelation. And if it can become a revelation to me, it can become a revelation to you. Folks, you deserve better because God says so. You don't have to just live a life of existence. You can live in a state of God's favor, continual state of God's favor, where God's favor is showing up every day of your life. We're going to continue talking about this in just a moment. Watch this announcement, and I'll be right back. Do you remember your life before the revelation of who Jesus is and what he's done? Have you received that revelation yet? If you're struggling in your relationships or family life, if you're stuck in debt or depression, then listen up. God wants you to live in a state of his favor. In Dr. Savell's three-message teaching, Living in a Continual State of God's Favor, you'll learn how God wants you to experience His favor and goodness every day. Throughout it, you'll be encouraged to declare and expect God's favor to bring you through any and every situation. When you learn to live in a state of favor, God will take you to a new level of blessing and abundance. Don't wait any longer. Grab a hold of this revelation today. Call or visit us at jerrysavelle.org to request your copy of Dr. Savelle's teaching, Living in a Continual State of God's Favor, today. Listen, you need to get a hold of this series on Living in a Continual State of God's Favor. This is, I believe, one of the most life-changing messages you could ever listen to. It is a result of over 40 years of studying the Word of God. I not only studied it, I practice it, I live it, and it works. And I teach you in this series how that it can become a revelation to you, how that it can become something that you walk in every day of your life. And I want to encourage you, order your copy of these three CDs today. You'll be thrilled and happy to find out how that you can live in a continual state of God's favor. And I promise you, it is life-changing. I want to thank the uh, audience for being here today. Thank you so much. You've, you've helped me and blessed me by being able to uh, share with you right along with our viewing audience and all of you that are watching today by way of television. I pray in the name of Jesus that what you've heard today will sink in, that it will go further than just your head. It'll drop down into your heart, become a revelation to you. And I'm believing that many of you that are watching are going to contact our ministry with your own favor story, your own favor testimony. I'm expecting that. You expect it. And I believe God will do it. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next week. And until then, you remember this, your faith will overcome the world.